the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good day. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money invested in more. Again, I've got a little bit of a weak voice. But it tells you that I am live, and it tells you that I am bringing you good content, um, because otherwise we could always run a best of, right? Um, Boy, oh boy. The workplace has certainly changed and has become modern or civilized or something. Intel, CFO is going to take over as the CEO of the company in a complete nod to the nostalgic past of Brian Krasanich resigning as CEO, basically because he had a past consensual relationship with an Intel employee that ended up violating company policies. Krasanich had been an Intel employee since 1982. He became CEO in 2013. So that's what, 18, 31, 36 years. He was in charge um, with Spectre, which was a serious security bug, which hit Intel a couple years ago. Uh, was discovered. I guess that was this year, wasn't it? Intel had started focusing on businesses of building its uh, uh, chips for servers because they've been so, you know, caught up in Moore's laws of, of making desktop computer chips go smaller, cheaper, faster. And they've gotten into some other areas. But he informed Intel that Mr. Krasanich uh, had a past consensual relationship with an Intel employee. There was an internal and external counsel. If you elect me president, I'll stop corporations from giving away cheap freebies, like sunglasses that will break in one day. That aren't even really sunglasses. It just has their brand on it. Yeah. Things that I hate. If you elect me president, I'll ban Manolo Blahniks. No shoe should cost $400 or more. That's ridiculous. You elect me president, I'll kill words like redonkulous. If you use them, you go to jail. Thank you very much. I will be a revolution. And that should have you concerned. Talking about tech. Talking about the future. You know, one of the things that Apple has is developers. Apple developed an ecosystem that kind of made some people money for developing apps for them. And slowly but surely, Apple and Google are challenging. Uh, not Apple and Google. Google and Facebook. Great Google and Moogle. Sometimes Great I get Googly my big Moogly. dominant tech companies mixed up. Great Google and Moogle. Um, where do I go from here? In 2018, the platform best poised to challenge the operating system, Duopoly, isn't an operating system at all. It's Facebook. 
And Facebook continues to efforts to house experiences and other applications within the Facebook app family. <clears throat> Facebook's family of apps include Facebook, Messenger, Instagram, and WhatsApp. WhatsApp! <clears throat> so that ranks them pretty high globally in all the categories. Um, <clears throat> on Fridays, I drive by Facebook's campus, and it scares me. It used to be the Sun Microsystems campus that they bought. Sun Microsystems sucks, and Scott McNeely can't run a developed company. But then Facebook says, we're going to put a building key corner to the Sun Microsystems campus. And then another one, and another one, and another one, and another one. And Mark Zuckerberger has quickly turned into the Darth Nihilist of technology. Do I love Mark Zuckerberger? I do. I'll take that medium rare, please. So more developers are coming to Facebook because they're having more and more campus. They're not building more campus because life sucks. Life definitely doesn't suck for Facebook. E-commerce in 2017 saw a lot of innovations. A lot of innovations. Um, However some lackluster as well. Mobile purchases are expected to increase 23% year over year in 2018. That ain't too bad. That ain't too shabby. That's still some pretty good growth. The Amazon Whole Foods marriage has hurt Whole Foods reputation. I've talked a little bit about this already. Um, And the grocers since raised prices by about 1.6% on average. And its produce prices have dropped, but the produce quality has also dropped. Whole Foods reportedly hasn't changed any relevant operations or standards of quality at this point in time. Consumers' perceptions are souring on the company. So Amazon buys Whole Foods, and everyone's like, ooh, Whole Foods will become cheaper. It won't be a whole paycheck anymore. Not so fast. Amazon's going to try to dominate the grocery industry with its expertise in pricing and logistics without Whole Foods' consumer expectations. They say, screw you, Whole Foods consumer. You snob, um, in my opinion. So Alibaba is an e-commerce play that we have to talk about. It. Tremendous company. $25 billion in revenue on Singles Day, which was one day of commerce last year. And they more than doubled U.S. e-commerce sales. Um, I'm sorry. No, no. I need to correctly say that. Alibaba, in one day outdid Black Friday and Cyber Monday combined. That's the right way of saying that. So what Alibaba does in China, we don't do that in on Black Friday or Cyber Monday here on a mobile platform. Singles Day is a holiday that was made up. For the record, I hate Hallmark. I hate gift cards. I hate holiday cards. I hate love. I hate expressions of feelings. I hate it all. And to spend 2 or $3 on a card, you're like, ugh. Just carve it in a tree and walk by the tree and say, oh, look, a love note. I know you're saying, don't carve trees. We only have so many of them. Black. Black. Black hates Hallmark. Thank you. I hate balloons. I hate balloons. They serve no purpose. They're bad for our environment. They're bad for animals. Um, I hate them. And they're way too expensive for a little piece of latex. So, um, anyway, Singles Day... You're going to see Alibaba and what happens there is going to be tried to be replicated here. 
So Alibaba is building relationships with U.S. merchants to strengthen its presence. You're going to see Alibaba promote Singles Day in the U.S., and you're going to see significant deals tied towards it. And Amazon's going to go, that's interesting. And they'll try to keep up with it. A cavalcade of retailers and brands are going to revamp their mobile apps and browsers. Retailers are looking to speed up their mobile channels as consumers are banding slow apps and browsers. And we want it instantaneously. Pier 1 recently updated its mobile browser to an adaptive response design, allowing the browser to adjust to fit any screen. Um, It lowered the load time significantly, and it upped the conversion rate by 93%. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW, and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I'm Rob Black. Happy birthday to all of those having birthdays today. Happy birthday to all those having birthdays tomorrow and Sunday. I look out for you. Money essentials, money 101, things that you got to know. One of the areas that I, I hope you will partake with me in is, is appreciating money and appreciating like investing. Um, I want you to save enough money to get to retirement. I want your kids to save enough money to get to retirement. I want your kids to have enough money to buy a home. One of the things you can do for your kids right now is set up an account with Acorns. Acorns is one of those incredibly stupid robo-advisor apps that you can start saving $10, $100, and buying half a share of Intel, half a share of Microsoft, half a share of Facebook. Um, It's called Acorns. Acorns. So go to the App Store and grab acorns. Um, I think we live in a world that's continuing to move towards robots. And as a parent, how do you reward your kids? Do you reward them for cleaning their room? Do you reward them for what? I think if you can give them an account at acorns, give them their allowance once a week on Sunday night, where you say, okay, you're going to do 30 pages of a workbook based on robots. And Amazon will, if you search Amazon, you can find third grade workbooks, second grade workbooks, first grade workbooks. I don't care. Just get your kids started in that mode of saving and earning and give them that tough dilemma of if, if you earn $10 this week, I'll, I'll make it $12 if you don't buy anything this week. If you save all your money this week, I'll give you an extra $2 next week. Teach them the value of saving. Teach them the value of not spending. But then again. Okay. I don't even know what that means, but I love it. But then again. When it comes time for taking them to a museum, make them pay with their own money at the gift shop. Let them see what it is. We live in a digital world, and it's getting tougher and tougher to have that that tactile touch of cash, where there is a physical departure when you have it in a wallet and you give it to a cashier and you say goodbye to it. Now it's like, take my digital money, and you don't even feel it. It's 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 there's no there's no wall there. There's no barrier there. So money and investing and, and saving for retirement, it's all about. Starting to invest. It's about buying a home. It's about buying a car. It's about retirement planning. It's about starting a family. In the Bay Area, it's a big decision. It's a big decision because this is a two-income type of area to make ends meet, to make the house meet. You almost have to have a boyfriend or girlfriend or a wife or a husband. It's, it comes with the territory. So to say that you want to make a baby... And then the maternal instincts might kick in and she wants to stay home with a baby for one, two, three, four, five years. 
I want to stay home with baby because it happens so fast. We'll be 18 before I even know it. And how do you go from two incomes down to one? And you go from two miles to three. Buying a home. Buying a second home. Buying a retirement home. Those are the three things in my head, right? Tony Mendez, BayAreaLoanSource.com. You've known me for 20 plus years. You've been my mortgage lender for 20 plus years. And you've seen me buy homes. And now you're starting to see me like play with a second home. And probably the next five years, I'll be playing with the idea of a retirement home. Maybe I already have one right now, but I don't want to retire in San Carlos. I, I don't want to retire in Cal- I don't think I want to retire in California. We're not full-time. Like, ooh, that I'm like half-time here, half-time there. Like, what's in my head? So you probably see a lot of that. Yeah, we do. Uh, a lot of people trying to figure out where they want to end up. Um, how do the tax taxes play into it? Uh, what's a good city in the United States? Um, you know, my, when my parents retired, they did a lot of research. They spent... They knew they wanted to be in the West, but they didn't know where. Was it going to be Oregon? Was it going to be California? Was it going to be Nevada? Um, could have been Arizona. Who knew? Uh, but they did a lot of research, and they figured out what ta- state had the best taxes, and they had some friends live in the city, and they ended up in, in Reno, for example. Yeah. and um, Which is kind of random, because I've known your parents. It was them. random, but... It felt random. It, it did. They actually owned a house back in the 90s. <laughs> Horrible story about this house uh, as a rental property. I don't know why they bought it. Um, and they sold it a few years later after they couldn't get the tenant out. And he did all this thing with the sheriff had to be there with a shotgun, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, we, we do find a lot of people wondering wait, if they're... Wait, what the hell was that? Sheriff shotgun? Sheriff. Did I fall asleep there for a second? Did I have a stroke? No, they had to kick out the <laughs> tenant with the... The sheriff had to show up and... and you, know. you will respect my... They're like Kirk Douglas all of a sudden. Whoa, 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 shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it, it was an odd scenario, but they, they ended up moving there. It's a nice community, and that, that's what they wanted. Uh, they wanted a single floor house. You know, that's, uh, shoot, I have a, there's a client that um, we had in Oakland, had a one up in the hills, and guy, it took about 30, 40 steps just to get to his front door, and he just said, I'm done with this. You know, he's in his late 60s, and I'm done with this. I'm buying something flat, in a flat area, flat home. Um, so a lot of people go through these kind of emotions when they're looking towards retirement. Um, it, sometimes it's too late. Some people get locked into their house and they, they can't move. They can't afford to buy another house in another city and still get their same kind of lifestyle and pay those taxes. And um, they, maybe they need the, maybe they need to do it. Sometimes some people are locked in their home because they, that's where all their equity is and they have to sell it. So they have some sort of retirement. We see all sort all, all the scenarios where some people have no equity, but tons of pension and other retirement. The basic idea that I came to you with, and I don't know where the hell you went with that, but I said, I, you've known me buy houses for me and my family. Kind well, of thing. It's, 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 and now I'm starting to experiment with the idea of like getaway houses. And well, then at some point in time, I'm going to experiment with the idea of retirement houses. Right. Well, I, my, my story was there's a lot of people who don't think you're still young, relatively, and, and you have time to figure this out. A lot of people don't. Um, I think it's a big mistake. Uh, it's you, you can sit there and say, "I want to build a, re- a retirement portfolio," and forget that you eventually you may not want to live where you are. You just said that you don't want to live in your you don't want to retire in San Carlos. Um, what does that mean? Well, you're starting to think out of the box. You're starting to think about maybe I buy a home somewhere else that I can rent out until I move into it. Um, not only that, you can buy it while you're working and have somebody else pay equity off. I feel like this is a mom and papa segment where all the leaves are brown and the sky is gray. <laughs> Right. I've been on a walk on a winter's day. I'll be safe and warm if I was in L.A., California dreaming. Right? Yeah. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sell it while people can still afford it. Who knows? It could be a lot of things. Right. Not too many steps. Isn't it funny that you have a client who's like 60 plus and he's like, ur, ur, I don't want steps. Yeah. Like how limiting are we? Like <laughs> the real estate agent can say, look, I found a place that doesn't have steps. It, it's, and they'll come put food in your mouth for you. You don't even have to move. Yeah. That's the way we're selling to old people. Now, if you need a mortgage, if you need a loan, if you need a refinance, a HELOC, Tony Mendez is your man. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. It's BayAreaLoanSource.com. Listen to him and his partner Thursday evenings here at 6 p.m. on KDOW. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Rob Black and Your Money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One of the things I want to talk about is the markets. We seem to be very focused on trade issues right now. And some of the weakening business confidence that that can have. And some of, you know, um, you you hear the presence of this, the presence of that. And that can either weaken you or embolden you in your political beliefs, right? The more it happens, maybe the more uh, to the edge you go, either positive or negative. Will raise? Will OPEC raise their production target and sink oil prices, um, or will OPEC manage to keep in things in line? So OPEC, the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, think of the Middle East, get together on a pretty regular basis, and they decide, you know, what do you guys think of oil here at sixty-five dollars a barrel? Do you want it to go higher or lower? Well, what's the world supply look like? What's the world demand look like? And, kind of manage it. Some people don't like that. It would be as if Intel were to come out and say, we only have 100 semiconductors available this year. Not cool. So will the Federal Reserve continue to raise interest rates and undercut the bull market? That's a big question. Will OPEC fight oil prices? Big question. Will the strain of every day talking about trade and China and trade and NAFTA, will it start to weigh on confidence? Will the emerging markets worldwide buckle under the pressure of a strengthening dollar? A lot of questions to ponder right now. So be careful. You can get lured into the summertime solstice, the whole thing that goes on where everyone's on vacation and you're deciding to make a big bet, then you kind of learn that you bet the wrong way. Micron delivered an earnings report and fiscal fourth quarter outlook last night that was supportive of the IT sector's outperformance. The, they're, you know, good. Tech is doing well, but it feels a little bit overweighted at this point in time. 800-516-1220 each calls on the air. Intel's Brian Krasanich is forced out as CEO after a consensual relationship with an employee. Yep, that's one of the big headlines of the day, and I think it's fair to say this isn't the last one, right? I know, I know. GE's in the news again. May, they, GE may not break up completely, but they will probably announce another spinoff. 
GE is in a funk. So company's announcement about its plans for its future have been widely anticipated. So look for them to try to break up and get value out of the company as much as they can. GE has been a fixture of the Dow Jones Industrial Average since 1907. So that was a big story this week. <clears throat> Down goes GE. Don't you kind of wish that the Dow Jones Industrial Average would cut GE back, say, when it was at 30 <laughs> instead of selling low? That's the thing that I hate about the Dow Jones Industrial Average. They seem to buy stocks and add them to the index high, and they seem to kick them out low. So one of the things I started this segment with was about the weight of what's happening on uh, the nation and the, the weight, uh, W-E-I-G-H-T. The, it kind of, it stresses out a, a stock market. It stresses out, you know, people. So the trade policy has become a top concern for CFOs. Imagine if you're the CFO of Google or Microsoft or um, any big international company that's got that international presence. And the president could say, you know, hey, sorry, but we're going to put a, a tariff on cell phones. What do you mean? Making them or selling them or delivering them? Or what are we talking about? So CFOs don't really know what's coming down the line at this point in time from the president. And that creates an air of darkness, right? And there's four things that move the stock market. The first one is the overall stock market. If it's moving up, it can move up. If it's moving down, it can move down. Then you get into the sector. If tech is moving up, all tech stocks can move up. If tech is moving down, all tech stocks can move down. Then you get into the individual company. How are they doing? Are they growing revenue at 10%, 20%? It can move up. If they're growing revenue at negative 10%, 20%, it can move down. Company-specific issues, right? And then there's the visibility. And that's where the world is moving into a bit of a fog right now with all these trade wars of uh, visibility. And it's one of those things that a lot of people don't like. You know, go put, you know, a blindfold on a cat and it'll freak out. It'll be funny. It'll be a good YouTube video. Hopefully it doesn't like, you know, pop an air mattress or something like that while you're freaking out and torturing your cat. But you get the idea. (laughs) Certainly do. So there's a lot of visibility issues that we do freak out at. And uh, I think it's fair to say, you know, I get it. I think you do too. Disney has raised their bid for Fox assets to $71.3 billion. That's in the news. And uh, I throw that out in large part because the market's had a great nine-year run. And if you're a company like a Disney and you've been part of that great nine-year run and you're using some of your own stock to buy another company... Uh, it's literally like you know, getting power and then using that power or that goodwill, uh, doing a lot of charity work and getting goodwill and using that goodwill to go out and buy another company. So it's pretty smart. But the fear also is, is that we're at a market high when you're at a nine-year up market. And what can happen with a nine-year up market? Well, it can end. Uh, it can run into a president it doesn't like. It could run into a Congress it doesn't like. It could run into trade policies it doesn't like. It could run into a strong dollar, weak dollar, strong oil, weak oil. It, it'll figure out something at some point in time. And that's all good-ish. 
Donald Trump is proposing really big tariffs with his really big hands. And the stock market doesn't like it. It's It's been pretty clear this week. Most of us you know, who look at the Wall Street for a living intuitively know that free trade is a good thing. We've seen it. But maybe we can't articulate why to you. Um, you know, you, you sit there and you go, well, if everyone has a job in the world, that's good. You know, why hate America when you're busy, you know, hating your boss or, you know, uh, why not travel the world if you're getting a paycheck? So world trade is good. And uh, the whole idea of other countries making our goods goes back to your toys as a kid. When I was uh, very, very young, you know, my toys were all made in Japan and then they're all made in Taiwan and they're all made in Vietnam and they're all made in, um, I don't say South Korea, and then it moves to China, right? Indonesia was in there for a little bit. And on a lot of levels, I'm sure they still are, but you get the idea. So Donald Trump is proposing really big tariffs. So, and, uh, huge. Huge. So it's kind of weighing on the market. And you could, you could certainly understand. Um, I think you can understand. So I'm giving you that ability to understand. Borrowers are returning to the mortgage market. Mortgage application volume increased 5.1% last week as interest rates have started to move higher. It's created a little bit of volatility. And it's funny because I, I know a lot of mortgage lenders, and one of them says, I say, when are you, when are you busy? And he, they're never busy when rates go sideways. They're busy when rates are falling or going up. It's as if the market's watching that. It's as if you are paying attention. But storm clouds could be building around the housing industry right now. You've started to see some home builders lose a little bit of confidence, but they're still very, very confident. Mortgage applications as tallied by Mortgage Bankers Associations have risen just once since mid-April. And uh, it's, it's I'm mortgaged out at this point in time. And I know a business partner of mine, he said the same exact thing. He's like, hey, can I borrow some money? I'm all I'm mortgaged out. Uh, whether it's a refi or what have you. And I think you get the idea there. Netflix stock is in the news today. Netflix stock surges above $400 as three analysts raise their price targets. So on a day when the market is getting beat up a little bit, Netflix is doing a little of the beating up themselves, and they're moving up. So... And uh, let's just say all-time high yet again. And you can see why, you know. Disney's raised their offer for 21st Century Fox. They're so desperate for eyeballs and competing product by $10 billion over more than where they want it to be. That's pretty significant. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Got a little bit of a froggy voice this week. 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminar coming up June 28th. That's seven days from today. That's one week from today. Palo Alto Elks Lodge. Retirement planning is more complicated than ever. It can be hard to even know where to begin. But focusing on just a few essential issues can increase your chance of success. The big event is at the Palo Alto Elks Lodge, June 28th, 630 to 830. Uh, great and easy parking. I'll get there around five. If you have a lot of questions that you want to ask beforehand, 
you can contact us by going to Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, and using the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So the stock market seems to shrug off a lot of problems for a long period of times. And then out of nowhere, it gets a little bit tripped up. Or sometimes it's a legit trip up, right? Um, the things that carry us higher. Uh, sometimes we look at it as positive. Sometimes we look at it as negative. Like, you know, oh, China was an upside. Or you have too much reliance on China. It, it kind of goes like that. And it's a little bit on the frustrating side. So taking a look today, <clears throat> you know, some of the top stories you have a lot of time to think. And again, it's just a market that feels very tired of a trade war talk and how it's getting ratcheted up. And yet still nothing's gone into effect. So a lot of people are concerned. They've created a lot of wealth. One thing I've learned, come on, right? People don't like to lose wealth. So on paper, if you look at yourself and see yourself as a paper two millionaire, and the next day you see yourself as a paper 1.8 millionaire, you're like freaked out. So the U.S. and China, I think, will come to some sort of last-minute agreement, as they did in 94 and 96. Even if tariffs take effect on $50 billion in goods, the impact would be relatively modest, equal to about $12.5 billion in tax on consumers, which should be offset by that $75 billion cut in taxes recently. But then again, we start losing some of that upside, too. If you're looking for companies to sit it out in, if you're truly afraid, I'm not. But there are names like Procter Gamble and Coca-Cola and PepsiCo and Philip Morris, General Mills, Kroger. So utility stocks like Next Era Energy or Excel Energy. So you're looking for things that are staples or energy. Maybe in the U.S. you're looking for like a telecom play, but they're part of the problem right now. The AT&Ts and the Verizons are out there making acquisitions and bidding up the market, and people are getting a little bit nervous on that. So rising interest rates is a big issue these days, and will they or will they not hurt mortgage demand? And I don't see how it doesn't hurt affordability in any way, shape, or form. So I have some fair tickets that I want to give away. You can call in 800-516-1220 to win the fair tickets. It's 800-516-1220. It's the Alameda County Fair, the Alameda County Fair. It's going on now through July 8th. <clears throat> Lots of new rides, live horse racing, tasting events, extreme action sports, pig races, the best fair food, the big name concerts, you can learn more information by going to alamedacountyfair.com. That's alamedacountyfair.com. <clears throat> I've been in years past, and it's fun. It's a nice day off. A family four-pack means you don't have to pay to enter. Get there early because you are going to have to pay for parking and you know food and stuff like that. So get there early. 800-516-1220 to win those tickets. Family uh, four-pack to the Alameda County Fair. Winning. Winning. So that's out there. 
You can find me online at robblack.com. It's robblack.com. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning Seminars coming up June 28th, one week from today. You can sign up by going to robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com, reducing risk with diversification, bond alternatives, portfolio structuring as you near retirement and into retirement, tax-efficient distribution. It's $25 to get in. You can use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. It's RADIO25 if you haven't been before. If you've been more than three times, come on, don't be rude. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Don't take up someone else's seat. It's Palo Alto Elks Lodge, Palo Alto, uh, Thursday, the 28th, $25. You could use code radio 25, radio 25 to get in for free. So sorry, my voice has been so scratchy this week. Um, it's a little bit on the embarrassing side for me. And I think I honestly said to someone recently in radio, I was like, Hey, I've had a pretty strong voice for most of my career. I think there was one period where I had something like this, but it's more allergy than anything else. So the Supreme Court has decided today that it says the Supreme Court rules state can require Internet sales tax collections. So the Supreme Court rules that the states can require Internet sales tax collection. So this should hurt Amazon. The ruling was a five to four. The Retail Industry Leaders Association said the court's decision would give every retailer the opportunity to compete on a level playing field without the government's thumb on the scale. So says uh, the information of South Dakota versus Wayfair, and it's uh, hurting Amazon ever, ever so slightly. I don't think that's that big of a story at this point in time. I will look into it, and in case it is, I will let you know. Um, so gold is hitting fresh 2018 year 18 lows on a year where a lot of people are nervous about the trade war. It's not holding up as a kind of a, a, a bastion of safety. That's gold, Jerry. Gold! So the economic data that's out there right now shows us that the economy is not speeding up, but it's not slowing down either. So for me, it's very much a status quo. I know a lot of people uh, want to predict, you know, the death of a market. I'd be kind of cautious on that. So 800-516-1220 to each calls on the air. Anything you ever want to talk about, we could talk about. We could talk about Olive Garden. Yes, Olive Garden is publicly traded. We could talk about Howard Stern and Sears Satellite Radio. Yes, Howard Stern and Sears Satellite Radio are publicly traded. We could talk about Starbucks. We can talk about Venmo. We can talk about presidents. I'm always here. You can find me at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.